0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews.
1: In this episode of Mind Pump. <laughs> <laughs> this one's this one's sponsored oh! by OG Kush. That, no, yeah.
2: it's, no, it's not. Uh so for the first, I don't know, 30 minutes or so, we do our normal introductory conversation, current events, talk. Yeah.
3: It wasn't normal. It was extraordinary.
2: We talk about the Google heart disease predictive algorithm. Magic. They actually have a device or something that can predict heart disease with something like 70% accuracy just by looking into your eyes.
0: (laughs) Look into my eyes.
2: Uh, We also talk about the woman who can smell Parkinson's disease. She can actually sniff Parkinson's on someone And no, it's not when the symptoms are present, Adam. That would be
3: obvious. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: We also talk about dogs that can smell cancer. Um, That's actually a true thing. I think it's bladder cancer. What does it smell like? Huh?
3: What do you think it smells like?
2: I have no idea. Like cancer. Okay. Then we talk about Barney. Uh, For those of you that are not old like we are, Barney was this purple dinosaur. You love me. It was super, super annoying. Well, the guy that was inside the Barney costume... He's uh, now, now a psychic. He, no, he's a, he's a tantric <laughs> oh, he's, sex guru. Yeah, yeah. Even Tantric better. sex guru. And he did say something about how being Barney helped him with that. Hmm.
3: Gross. Yeah,
2: We talk about time travelers and psychics.
3: Oh, that's where the psychics came in. Time mm. travelers
2: and psychics. So Barney's not a time traveler uh, and a psychic? Right. No, no
3: but that still would have made sense. Yeah. But,
2: I also mentioned uh, Four Sigmatic Chaga and its apparent... Boner boosting effects. Whoa. In fact, it's happening. I bet
3: you they didn't even know that.
2: As I'm speaking, Uh, we are sponsored by Four Sigmatic. If you go to Four Sigmatic, F O U R S I G M A T I C dot com forward slash mind pump and enter the code mind pump, you get a discount. And then we did a Thrive Market unboxing. Now don't forget, Thrive Market is the place online to buy non GMO organic. Products including skin products, hair products, and lots of other things. Two-day shipping, and this company is incredibly low in its prices. In fact, you can buy these products at many times lower costs than their conventional counterparts, which is kind of cool. Um, they also have a drop-down menu now where you can pick keto or paleo or whatever. Doug went keto in this unboxing. Find out what we got from Thrive Market. We are sponsored by them, so it's Thrive Market. .com forward slash mindpump, you will get one month free membership, $20 off your first three orders of $49 or more, and completely free shipping. Then we get into the questions. The first question was, how is someone supposed to know whether or not a full body routine is better for them, or a body part split is better for, uh, better for them?
3: It's Betty for me.
2: We give out the <laughs> secrets in this episode. That's totally I Betty. did good until yeah. then. Yeah. Then somebody asked us, do we have any advice for someone who wants to start their career as a trainer, and then eventually
1: we
3: awful advice wants here. to
2: open a gym. <laughs> we just, we Listen, just shit just all dream over this. <laughs> dream shattering. Hey, uh,
3: you might want to fast forward this one.
2: Yeah, we suggest you play the lottery. The person that asked this. You have
3: better chances there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much.
2: The next question was, what is our opinion on somebody, somebody being motivated to work out just so they can in their in their words, get girls. That's kind of creepy sounding. Mm. Um, is extrinsic in, extrinsic? I can't say it, motivation as good as intrinsic motivation. Extrinsic. You know what I'm talking yeah. about well, when you're motivated by right something enough. outside yeah. of your body, versus being motivated by something in your body. Adam, <laughs> yeah. whoa, in it,
3: he gets very motivated. That's <laughs> intrinsic.
2: The final question: uh, If you're hungry and you have no other options, so this is one of those either or questions that probably never exist in, exist in real life. But let's say this is reality and you only have two options, eat processed crappy food or don't eat any food. Which one's better? Which Hot one dog or is no. better? Twinkies though. Find out in this episode. Also, um, I've been getting a lot of messages lately from people who are you know, they're 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 curious. They're like they, this uh, no joke. a lot of the messages are saying this. I uh, just started listening to Mind Pump. Huge fan. I'm very serious about my fitness. I want to either lose weight, gain weight, whatever, you know, they always tell me their goals. Which program do you think I should do? Now, typically what I do with these people is I ask them what their goals are and I get trying to get deeper, but ultimately my 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 answer is usually the same. It's either I usually give them two options. One maps program that fits their needs. So, let's say that they have pain and they want correctional exercise. Well, then I may re- recommend Maps Prime or Prime Pro. Or if somebody's like an athlete or functional You know, exercise practitioner, they really like that kind of training, then I'll say MAPS performance. Or if they're a bodybuilder, bikini competitor, or they like to train that way, then I'll say MAPS aesthetic or MAPS anabolic for people who just want to build, you know, strength and muscle or or just kind of getting started out. But the other option I give people is always the same, and that's the Super Bundle. The Super Bundle includes all of those programs, plus it includes MAPS anywhere. And the Super Bundle is a year of exercise programming. So if you look at your body and you look at how your body responds and reacts to exercise, it responds and reacts to signals that you send it through stresses through working out the body quickly adapts to these signals and stops progressing and that's why you change your adaptation signal when you have the super bundle bundle it's all planned out for you so what that means is you can start in maps anabolic which is 12 weeks each uh, the 12 weeks is broken up into three phases you do that you're done with that boom now you move to another maps Maybe you moved to MAPS performance. Now you're doing MAPS performance. this is going to
3: highlight everything that you may not have been doing, which is beautiful.
2: Everything. Now you're doing MAPS performance. That's four phases. That's that's, uh, 14 weeks long. Then you're like, you know what? I want to work on my aesthetics. Boom, MAPS aesthetic. You know what? I want to do some body weight at home type training. Boom, MAPS anywhere. I mean, you go down the list. Your body's progressing the entire time. It's one year of exercise programming. And the best part is here's how we set up our programs. With a lot of other fitness advice, you have to pay monthly every month if you want that. Not with us. You pay once. You get, this, you get access to these programs for life. For more information, or if you're just serious and you want to do this, go to mindpumpmedia.com.
1: Did you hear about uh, Google's new algorithm? So Google has this new algorithm that can uh, look at the, the blood vessels in your eyes and tell um, what- If per- you're stoned? No, no, no. Oh. If, you, uh, if, you're, uh, if the potential of having heart disease- and it's, so blood testing right now is like 72% accurate to this. And this test hits at 70%.
2: It's just imaging the eyes?
1: Yes, that's all it's doing. You like looking into your computer screen, they can they can figure this out.
2: It's all looking to my eyes.
1: Yeah. You're going to have a heart attack. Ah! Oh, oh, oh. oh, sorry. Did you already find it, Doug? Oh,
2: AI algorithm predicts heart disease by looking at your eyes. Hmm. Well, what,
3: and, what specifically in the eyes are they looking for?
2: I don't think they tell you.
3: Well that's that sounds like magic.
1: <laughs> Bro, it's it, it was data. they they ran it on like uh they did like a 3000 uh 3000 study group, right? And 70% of them were spot on accurate, right? Well, the blood testing hits at like 72%. So that's currently right now, that's how we would test for heart disease would be through blood testing. And blood testing is still not 100% accurate. It's 72% accurate. This would hit at 70%. That's a big fucking deal. it's non-invasive. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I mean. It's non-invasive. You could do it probably from your home. I you mean, might that's, even be that's, able a, to, that's a big fucking deal. If it's an no,
2: app, that sounds crazy. A, actually, if it's an AI, I could see this being an app. Yeah. Right. Could, well, imagine. It
3: imagine reminds I'm, me of, of the conversation I had with this guy who created um, the monitor to, to, you know, check and see, like, your aerobic threshold, right, based off of, um, you know, the height of your chest and, like, the patterns, um, you know, when you breathe. So, actually, they could they could accurately predict when you would finish in a marathon uh, to the very like minute. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, because of all the aggregated data that they got from that, and how um this repeated, this pattern repeated amongst like. Well, I could see that you could it. tell by someone's VO2
1: max, and like okay, based off of how long this person would be running, on average, they'd probably fall around this
3: time. But this was even more accurate than the VO2 test and all these you oh, know, uh, other there, yeah, like metrics they've used before. There's a
2: lot of things that are unseen that we don't realize will help you predict what's about to happen. We just don't know because we don't know that they exist, right? Yeah, we haven't
3: been monitoring them. We just don't know. Same, like, like, using those numbers and watching them. Like, there's
2: this woman, a British lady, who can smell Parkinson's. What? What? Yeah. Gnarly. Like, I'm No joke. So, she can... Let me see how she... Let me look it up.
1: She can smell it. Um, I want, she, like, what is that? Like, she's accurate? Like, all the time? Like, what's the... And which, why
3: just Parkinson's?
1: She's extremely
2: yeah. accurate. Um yeah, she's
1: extremely Isn't accurate. Isn't it common it. to have like the shakes with Parkinson's you're not very talented if you walk up to people and smell them and their hands are no, shaking. No, no, so <laughs> that's, Yeah, that, that's later that would on.
2: that be a little Adam. obvious, yeah. I think she can smell the Parkinsons before you get the the symptoms of it. So I, don't, so I don't think she's walking up to like Michael J. Fox and she's like, "Oh yeah, you definitely." Muhammad Ali. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. look like you got so, so yeah. wrong. Excuse me, excuse yeah. me for interrupting yeah. here, but you smell like you yeah. know what? Yeah. yeah, I have a, I have yeah. a diagnosis for you. Hey, oh, that's weird. I could smell obesity. <laughs> Just walking to someone.
3: Weird. It smells like farts. I get the, yeah. <laughs> so oh, Doug Founder.
2: Yes. Yeah, so what they're tr- doing is they're studying her to see how they can develop a test based off of what she's detecting with her nose. What?
1: Yes. That's now, is, insane. Is, is she the only person that's like this? This is the only person they've ever. Well, found?
2: there's dogs that can smell um, drugs. I know that. Mol- mol- <laughs> <laughs> Adam's like, I don't know. I've experienced that at Adam's the at like, airport. Yeah. I, no, they don't. I don't. You know, the dogs at the, the airport aren't there to smell drugs. Bombs. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they don't give a shit about drugs. They don't. Trust me. I yeah. get it. I've get gone it. flying with Adam many times. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time shoot. there's a dog, I like I separate myself uh, from Adam. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? like, yeah. I, like I have it a plan in my head. Like I don't know what that
3: is. <laughs> He's on his own. He
1: would sell me out, dude. <laughs> yeah.
2: I just keep walking, watch them arrest you. <laughs> I'll get on the plane. Gotta go. No, so uh, yeah, so there's dogs that can smell cancer. Do You ever wonder why the dogs I've are there that.
1: sometimes, and then sometimes
2: they're not there? Just because they probably don't have enough money to have them there all the time. Well, (laughs) so it's it's random. Oh, I bet it's random. Uh, You never know. I bet it's random. I bet it's
1: real random. Why do you? (laughs) I don't get why you're saying that. Why do you think? Because I find it strange. I find you it strange, like a, like a conspiracy. I'm I am do I'm not saying that either. But I'm just saying. I'm just asking you if you know why the dog is there on random, random fucking days and not other days. The
2: way you said it it sound like, it's like <laughs> yeah. oh, I know that they're not. You know what I mean? Like week, week. Yeah. You know, I know what I they're know doing they're up to. Yeah, I know what those dogs are doing when so they're not they're around. With the Illuminati. They're they're playing cards. They're, they're playing poker. I've seen yeah. the picture. That's right. No, it's uh, it's it's pretty crazy, but um. They can smell these things in people. So they're actually training dogs to smell cancer.
3: That's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, I know that. I, I don't know what had to smell. I've heard stories of dogs that they can definitely sense death. And so they'll go to their owner or whoever. and like, <laughs> like you're going to die. Yeah, but like they'll go curl up to them. Like well, this has just happened just- at like, uh, um, what, what do you call those? Like uh, where people are like on their way out. Uh, hospice. hospice. Thank yeah. you. Anybody who's it's been, happened a bunch of times. anybody
1: who's had pets for a long time, especially dogs, knows this. Like when you when you get sick, my dogs know. You could tell they know. You could tell they, they they just the way they cuddle up to you. They're
3: way gentler. they what do
2: they do when you I, have sex? Huh? What do oh, they do when yeah. you have That's sex? That's when it gets awkward. Yeah, yeah right? I was,
3: I've always wondered that. I never had a, like you could close the door, but then they're like, nye, nye, and then they like whine and scratch, and it ruins the mood anyway. Because I so, so you gotta let them watch.
2: I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> they have to learn, yeah. <laughs> it's daddy time. Listen, there's a, it's called doggy style. They yeah. invented it. Uh, yeah. I so I uh, so we learned from them. I've had dogs my whole life, but I ne- they never lived in the house because we're you know old school times, right? Dog lives in the backyard in the doghouse. So I never knew I never experienced that and I've always wondered that. So I figured right now would be a good time to ask. So it what depends. Happens? It depends. So are they
1: in the room with you? Yeah, the ours are always in the room. So they're yeah. What? While yeah. you're smashing? Always. Yeah, man. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They live in our room. So they we when we go to bed, like so if Katrina and I are like what Do they not do anything? Well, sometimes. So <laughs>
3: Your little like cold nose. First of yeah. all, the, the worst <laughs> part about you. having oh.
1: English bulldogs and having sex in the same room is they fart a lot, and they fart a lot at <laughs> oh, night. That's that's not going to kill. So at there's all. nothing. There's nothing like being in the the heat of passion there and fucking. Yeah. You smell a bulldog <laughs> fart. You know, so. Yeah. That'll ki- that'll kill it for oh you.
2: Somebody's man. lying, at him. I don't think it's the dog. Katrina's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's the dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. was like, what? Uh, it normally doesn't
1: bother me as much as it bothers her. So
2: that's fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah but
1: uh, yeah. I, then sometimes it just depends. Like if we if it's like a random day sex, right? So then when they're get, they have more energy in them. Mm. And then they think you're, you're playing, you know, they think you're roughhousing and playing
3: <laughs> Yeah, and so they they're to
1: jump in. Yeah. Yeah. So they're jump, trying to jump up on the bed and growling sometimes. And they think that they're, that we're, we're playing cause it's the middle of the day, but if yeah. it's nighttime, it's Mommy pretty wrestling again. <laughs> yeah, night, night, <laughs> yeah. Nighttime. They know what, what's up, you know,
2: i feel weird with the dog in the room.
3: It is weird at first, but then,
1: you know, <laughs> you get used to My it. My boys will snore right through it, man. Yeah. Yeah, they'll snore through I mean, You need to boost everybody. your game, buddy. <laughs> you know, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they know the know time Nobody,
2: is, nothing can sleep in the same room I'm having sex. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, A dead person will rise I, I, from the I'm dead. not
1: sure, but I, I thought I heard Jessica say something about your neighbors not even liking you guys. What's oh, up with that, God. dude? God.
2: Why did she make that comment? She did make that comment. <laughs>
1: I, I caught it. It was under her breath. Like, you said something... About the neighbors, and then I heard her go,
3: "Oh yeah, they probably don't are like you." Us going anywhere. all Fifty Shades in there? What are you doing? No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no! <laughs> oh no. my god! No,
2: it's just making out. Lots of making out. Heavy making out. Oh, heavy oh. making out. I wow. see. Yeah.
1: Hey, did you hear about the uh, kid tech stuff that's going on right now too? So there's kid these, tech. Yeah, so there's that's a, what I need because I'm not good with adult tech. There's a huge rise right now in these companies to police all these platforms. Hmm. What do you mean, so,
3: police? So this is this is like not let, like not, like YouTube, like not having real kid-friendly stuff. Police, that's is not the right work.
1: police is not the right word. Police is not the right word. These are pr- private companies that are offering these services up. So we uh, need them, dude. YouTube's yeah. fucked up. Oh yeah, that's what. The, that's exactly why these it's, creepers it's in, doing so well kids. It's because it's uh, YouTube is having a, a hard time with policing it themselves or controlling it, and so what we're having is these other companies that are coming up at, as a, a second party um, that will filter it out. So I think I think how
3: it works. You know how
2: big the market the consumer market is on YouTube that is kids?
3: Yeah, that's what this Oh yeah. they're this and company they're being underserved and, and tech is definitely. I mean, what kid isn't like on tech these well,
2: days? Well, too, hold so. on. Well, this, this is brilliant actually because you have Nickelodeon, which exploded when we were kids. Yeah. It was the first network for kids. Remember? Just that? for kids, yeah. Remember
1: that? And it went crazy.
2: All so the shows are they, all directed. You gotta
3: know hundred yeah.
1: percent exactly what they're they're building yeah. For yeah, yeah that. They're for gonna sure. do YouTube for kids. They've already got a hundred million dollar evaluation, dude. I mean they're it's, it's
2: that's smart the market's I can't there believe for sure. it's taking this long. To be speaking honest. speaking of Nickelodeon, last night I showed my son a classic. Do you guys you guys watch Nickelodeon when you were kids? Oh, right? I loved it.
3: Yeah, that that slime, what, what do they you call g- it? Was it do you guys it's remember double, the show double Double, to- dare. Double, dare. double dare double dare yeah dare. Yes. come on now yeah double dare
2: yeah do you guys remember the show um, you can't do that on television
3: yeah oh wasn't that yes, good it was good
2: so there was so did you ever watch that i, mean, I, I can't remember i like vaguely remember it. it's this it's this it's an old like skit show with kids mm. acting out skits and there's this one guy and one of the common skits is they're at school in the cafeteria and the, and the cooks always Putting something gross in their food. Oh right! And then there was there's one guy where he's like a he's like a, one of the kids will be t- like in front of a pole and he's like a military guy and he's gonna say ready aim fire but the kid always tricks him to getting in front of the guns and saying fire and you remember that? I mean,
1: kind of. Yeah, like a little bit. Was it like the edgy rebellious? Like
2: it was for that time. So when I put it on for my kid, I told my son, I'm like, oh, this was so inappropriate, yeah, and right. he watched it.
3: He's like, Pff. yeah, lame. Yeah.
2: No, it's uh, I'm gonna pull it up.
3: Now he's watching Rick I f- and Morty. I feel like I re- I remember. I'm gonna play the that.
2: intro for you, and then uh, we'll see if you guys. Get- and slime came from, I think the show. Oh
3: yeah. I, I just so. remember Let's they say, punk listen. they'd punk say- people.
4: Remember that? Let me see the video.
3: You remember yeah, this? Right? I totally remember that. Oh, the God. intro and everything. I just don't remember the sketches.
2: Oh, it's so good. So I watched that with my what kids. Year, last what year
3: what year was it? They're old. It was 90 or something, right? No, I think they I, I think I right think they,
2: they were reruns when we watched them because I think they oh. were filmed in like the 70s. Wow. Oh shit. Okay, so yeah. it goes back there. So it was old when we were kids. Mm. Oh, so wow, yeah. Mhm.
1: It looks like it.
2: <coughs> at times. Justin, did you you had something that you wanted to
3: I did. So, (laughs) speaking of reminiscing, so here's a good transition. How's that transition there? Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, super (laughs) smooth. Hey there. You had some. You're gonna ring out there. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, remember Barney? I mean, who doesn't? Of course.
0: I love you. We do. Of course. We do love each other. We all hated him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. We actually had like parties. We talked about you know we killed. Anyways, so apparently the actor that played Barney, how old is he now? He's got to be. I mean. Maybe 50s. what does he look like? I feel he's, like he's, he's a, purple with he's a green black belly. guy. And um he <laughs> So here you go. So here's here's the title for you of this, right? Former Barney, the dinosaur actor now works as a controversial tantric sex guru. Oh, <laughs> what? Yes. Shut wow. your face. So it's like so and the the hilarious part is all his clients female. Yeah. How do you become a tantric sex guru? Exactly. Where how how do you go to work. school for that? Yeah, I can, don't know. But did just, that? apparently, people are opting in.
2: Put how Google how to become a ta- tantric sex guru. Yeah. If there's a certification course. Yeah. So he's
3: 52 years old. It'd be silly that we didn't take it.
2: Yeah. I, and if there is no certifi- certification course, it'd be well, silly we didn't start one. Guess what? Guess what's in my title? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. Sal Stefano. Dude, he charges 350
3: dollars for a four-hour session. How much? 350. He's
2: just masturbating them. Yeah. Whoa. That's what I feel like. I wow. feel like that's what he's it's doing. It's like the, the old doctors. doctors. It's like the old doctors. Oh wow! The, weird, like the worst part is he, he says he's giving them
3: hand jobs. He was saying that like his his acting skills like as Barney like helped prep him for this somehow, and I'm like that's the creepiest thing like I've what? ever heard. Well, think of the song like, like love. I love you. You know, like you he's all like, yeah. whole tantric mindset? Tournament. Now
2: I don't know anything about tantric sex. So I thought I am about just, to say is okay. based off of me totally guessing, but. Is it where you're supposed to prolong the arousal period and yeah. not orgasm? Yeah. Yeah. You said that very confidently, Adam.
1: Well, because I know that much.
2: I don't well, know. It's like you get to, the, <laughs> you get to like the
3: threshold of the orgasm and then you pull back, right? Is that, isn't that? No, name? that's
2: actually that um, a different how you train maneuver? yourself to, to last longer. Oh. That's an old technique. Yeah. This is, but uh, but th- what is tantric? This is a course right here. Yeah, this I is tantric
1: up. yoga, tantra yoga. Mm. I guess if was you, this what Mike Bledsoe was talking about that one time?
2: Maybe you know. A lot of times I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> so <laughs> Tantric. I feel like if you put that in front of anything, you're gonna get more people wanting to do it. Oh
3: yeah, you're gonna get three hundred fifty dollars. Apparently, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Like if it's like you know, hey, come join my hit workout. But it's tantric, everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, today we're doing tantric hit. Like, Everybody's, ooh. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: Should I bring how do you get should pl- I bring a robe or what? I want to know how you become a guru, though. How do you,
2: I, I how think do you, it's just self-proclaimed. Because yeah. you can
1: hold it the longest, maybe?
2: Uh, well, That would be, I, mean, I don't think so.
3: I mean, do you, maybe he's got like super skills, you know?
1: I mean, in, in our in our world, if you're a guru and something like that, you have to put in, because well, you're a master at what, 5,000 hours?
3: Yeah. He's, he's putting so a guru's 10, above that. That's
1: 10,000 yeah. 10, orgasms? At least. At least. Right? Is that what that would be? No, Maybe. No, I mean, so, if you're doing the math, is that so, a lot? Three, six. six seven, I don't know.
2: Six, 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 so, tri- so carry, carry the one. Check two. this out. I have. Uh, I know somebody who knows somebody. This is how I protect their identity. Okay. Who they <laughs> what he means is me. You <laughs> guys Yeah, I'm about to talk about. it. Right somebody. Know somebody. Let's just call him Madam. <laughs> <laughs> Madam. Anyway. No. So, I know somebody who knows somebody who. So this 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 guy couple married nice people, but. Very hippie-ish, if you will. Oh, so, the, oh, so not so not
3: full hippie, but ish.
2: Um, no, very. Oh, oh very. so so they're way. It so wouldn't way, be ish. You'd be very hippie. Very hippie, right? Yeah. So they're all the way on that side. So the guy, while they were married, nice people. The guy decided, um, I'm just going to be celibate now. What? Yeah, like I, I'm just not going to. Like, like, eh, yeah, I'm over it. yeah. I'm not going to have sex anymore. What? Yeah, so he because he felt like this was his I don't know what his path or whatever like I'm gonna do this to it's oh, something for about r-
1: religious purposes.
2: No, it's not a religious thing. Something about him I don't know. Something like he believed in like I'm gonna not have sex anymore.
1: Hmm.
2: So his wife is like, okay, so they just don't have sex. That's it. That's, it. End, That's of the end of story. That's the Literally. end of story. Put it in a How coffin old are they? and bury it. They're like, well, now they're probably in their late th- late thirties. Oh, they're that young.
1: Yeah. So they just decided because I could get that if you're I mean how many how many relationships kind of already do that already when you start getting into the late forties and
3: fifties I mean I've not
1: heard, much not oh, healthy had, ones not healthy ones well yeah I was gonna say you know how many clients I trained yeah, where they right. were only having sex once that's a when month you get that, yeah
3: the the separate bed thing yeah and all dude that, that's a real of that's a
1: real fucking deal and I know people that I'm are listening that, that are only like yeah. twenty something or thirty something you're going like yeah right but there's it's more common than you think because well, I so trained they just, a lot of fucking
2: people well they're healthy people too. You know, and so here's the thing
1: about the guy. He says after a while, he started
2: having wet dreams because your body has to. Oh,
3: yeah, it has to admit. It has I, to let I bet that's the, awesome.
2: yes that.
1: To, what? To have, that would have been awesome to have an adult so, wet dream. So, yeah. did you not so get no wet dreams? Did either. you guys
2: ever get wet dreams? Yeah, no, man. I never even really got it. Me any.
1: neither. No, I didn't get no wet dreams. You know a lot of them. Do you know
2: why you didn't get a lot? Because I massaged too You were jerking off much. all the yeah, time. I, was, yep. I, didn't, care. I didn't know how.
3: Justin. <laughs> Justin <was laughs> took me a long time to figure <laughs> out the technique. <laughs> you needed. <to. laughs> I had a girl actually teach me. I told you guys this. Did you? She taught me how to do it. Hold Knowing Justin. Wait, wait, wait. He probably hurt himself. Could you specify who the girl was? She was my girlfriend. Okay, it was was it your mom or anything like on, my dude. God. what's wrong with you? <laughs> Adam weird? is way too high. I know. That is not something a sober guy would say. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, no. Oh man! I knew you're close to your mom. But Come I on, know. dude!
2: Like you just put that image in my head. Like how dare you? That's the most. Like, rad- that's, that's just so wrong. That's The most random thing <laughs> I've just, ever heard of my life. It's wrong. No, but you know, knowing Justin, we'll move on. Yeah. Knowing Justin yeah. as well as we do, as I as I do now,
3: for sure he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. No, I did so it. Solid. I did. I had no idea. All man. aggressive. So <laughs> 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 it a mess, yeah. you know. Yeah. Using glue. Oh, it's not working.
2: It's not working. <laughs> No, so, so justin will do things sometimes yeah and so we were in uh when we were in la this is a great story we're fucking we're and in la and we podcasted hard in la we went hard we did a lot of work we did we to lived on, up to the shirt we're about to go on a trip now that's going to be like that but anyway uh justin and drew we're all eating sushi and they're like, oh, let's do a sake bomb. Does anybody else, (laughs) anybody else want to do a sake bomb? (laughs) Everybody's like, nah, we're cool. Uh, And by the way, Drew is like, like you know, he's like 21 years old, right? He's like a kid, right? So they're sitting there, they got the sake bombs and they're like, they start to drink it. Well, I don't know what came over Justin, but he's just like, I'm going to fucking pound this thing like I'm in a race. (laughs) It just destroys it, just, it. it. It
1: just brought it all back. It just, just turned the whole cup upside for down. For no reason. Yeah. Just spilled it on his sides. It's just like, ah, uh, like if he was in a college. He turned a cup
3: up, upside down like it was a beer bottle. Just,
1: <laughs> like <Yeah>. just, <laughs> yeah, like, it's like yeah. as if his mouth was all the way over the tire. It was <laughs> just
3: weird, like, he was right next to me. He was drinking at the same time, you know? It's like, no. Yeah. You know, like, put it all down. And so That's then, his
1: competitiveness yeah, coming
2: oh, out of it. And right that's that. why
3: yeah. I said, when that's he did it, hilarious. I'm like,
2: that was, that was, he, there's no one that's more. I mean, he's the most Justin person I know. Yeah.
3: And if you you don't yeah. know what I'm talking about, because you I, don't know. I him. definitely do my own thing.
2: When you get to know Justin, you know what a Justin thing is to do. Like when <laughs> he like when he eats food.
3: Yeah. Like that everybody gets gross out when I do farmer blows and yeah. What's like, a farmer
2: important. blow? Oh,
1: pl-
3: oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. oh, You do that a lot. I've never seen you do that. I, I Thank do God do that. it's not what Courtney I thought it was. sees you do that. Ooh. She hates when I do that.
2: I thought it was something else. I was like, please God, let it be something <laughs> else. <laughs> Everyone gets grossed out when I blow a farmer.
3: Yeah, what? so weird. I've what? never been able to do
1: that. What? The, the, what do you call the farmer? I didn't even uh, know it had a name. Versus really? Have you tried it? Yeah, of course. I tried. It. After uh, you fail like three times, you don't do it no more. What do you? What, what ends it's, up? It just. Yeah, your it, face? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. It's just I don't care. A handkerchief
3: yeah. on me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think. I think that's every. Like the old school I think move. every
1: guy that's ever seen somebody do that at one point goes,
3: "Fuck, can I do that?" And then you try to yeah. do it, and just you some get people, it all over yeah, yourself. Yeah, they you get it all over your shirt. Fucking, nah, you. I got that technique down. You got to have yeah. enough
2: power. Yeah, you don't have enough. It's all power. horsepower. Yeah, I don't right. it's 100 percent horsepower. You know what, Justin? You bring yeah. up an interesting point. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that'll ever come back—handkerchiefs, right? Handkerchief. 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 Yeah. Chief. and pocket chief. watches. Uh, well, pocket watches Well, that watches already are cool. is like the
3: steampunk thing. Yeah, but a handkerchief had its thing. You know why I think handkerchiefs went out of style?
2: Because you blow your nose in it and then you save it.
3: Yeah. I know that that's work. gross. How does that yeah, work? Yeah, you fold it and then like put it back in your pocket. Does it? Does in it back pocket? Does it dry and then it's good? Yeah, again? it dries and you don't use that side. Then you wash it. Is that how it works? Uh-huh. Oh
2: man. <coughs> man, what? What? What do you Handkerchief. do? Handkerchief. What do? You, what do you mean? What do you do different? Do you know how people use them? They blow the nose blow in it and then they fold it, it you and they fold fold it, in your it, you put it in your pocket.
3: Yeah. you use it again or not? And then you wash it. You know, once you're right, down. right. Yeah. You
2: didn't know that. Well, I did, but that's now that I'm talking about it, it's kind of gross. Yeah, my grandfather had to kind of
3: live with your own boogers. know like. In your pocket?
2: Yeah, my grandfather had a handkerchief. Yeah. You know what I mean? We did a lot of gross things back in the day
3: before we crazy. could pollute the earth and throw things. away. You know what else is crazy? <laughs> what this guy? What right? guy? They, they, he he <laughs> self-proclaimed <laughs> <the> <laughs>
2: transitions are fire <laughs> time <laughs> yeah, tra- <laughs> Could you please
3: smoke some wasn't more it, weed, please? Wasn't that wasn't that a good one? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> just say it. He's a self-proclaimed tra- time could you traveler. Do that next time, say please. I'm going to make a transition right, right now. this is this
2: and is, transition. This, this sounds this sounds uh, interesting.
3: You know, you know what he's from. I'll give you a guess. Where? 3,300.
2: Oh, wow. So he says he came from the year 3,300? He came 300? from
3: the year three thousand. Well, fucking break it down. What's this guy got for us? He's like catastrophic future. Apparently, like there's one mother computer that basically is going to kill everybody.
2: Except and, for him. Except for him.
3: Yeah. Well, he's coming. He's, he's traveling back to warn us that the robots are going to take over.
2: Yeah. Do you know how I know <laughs> time travel will never happen? Why yeah. is that? 'Cause we we've never had refugees from the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nobody's ever done that. Like nobody's ever come back and be like, All right, everybody <laughs> <laughs> You fucked up right here. Stop this experiment. You know what I mean? So that's why I feel like time travel has never has never been invented.
3: I always love listening to the details of these people that like, you know, they have all these claims and stuff. Like he said he was in the army. He got drafted in the army and they wore like all gold uniforms and stuff. Like <laughs> like, <laughs> like how, what kind of acid or, you know, what, what was he on where he just like constructed all this like all these ideas and ever, all of his Have you ever details. gone talk to like a fortune teller
1: or a medium or anyone like that before? No, I've always wanted to. I though, know. So I like, we should oh, do that. You I have did. that.
2: Oh, have. oh, that would be great. Yeah. yeah, I did. We should do that and then so talk about. That is it. A you ready call. for some weird shit? I'll tell you some some of the stuff. So, I, I know. Mean, bro, I'm everybody, always ready. Everybody, everybody, me I, up some everybody weird I know has been to one. Well, always no, talks mine's really fucking weird. Yeah. So I did this back when I had my uh, personal training studio, and um, I asked a bunch of questions, and we were talking, and so I'm super skeptical of this kind of stuff to the point where someone had bought me a gift certificate to, to talk to this lady because they they loved her. And when I called the lady up, she's like, oh, when would you like to come in? I said, actually, can I do this over the phone? What do you guys think I chose over the phone?
3: Oh, yeah. She can't read in your body language. Yeah, because
2: I, I'm thinking like, these are experts at reading... Body language and moving into yeah, group. but now
3: she can use Google without you checking her.
2: So I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Well, well, this yeah. is back when I had my backfire. <laughs> no, no, no. This is yeah. back when I had my wellness studio. <laughs> come on, man. There was no information on me at all.
3: The internet, dude. There was there's, nothing. There's a lot of information. There was nothing the on me. Well, so as
2: much as, but she's anyway, doing let me tell my story. Yeah, yeah, let not, me tell yeah. my yeah, story. so sure. you just fucked my story. So up there was no my facts. What did she look up on Google? You know what I mean? I mean, she might be like a hacker.
3: you know, she can tell me some facts
2: about real shit, but that's different. So anyway. Did it over the phone, so she couldn't read my body language. I was very quiet over the phone. I wasn't like, "Oh my god," or this and that. And it, but when she was freaking me out, I covered the phone and I'd be like, "Holy shit!" So she was telling me some weird stuff. So first, she tells me about my relationship. Well, you know, by the time I'm married, you know, at this time I'm married, and she said stuff like, "Well," because I asked her, "Like, we're having a lot of trouble. Like, what, like, what, what do you see there? Like, what's going on?" Actually, no, I didn't say we're having a lot of trouble. I said, "What do you see in my future for my family?" That's what I said. She goes, well, you and your wife, uh, you know, you really care about your kids and that'll help you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean by that? That'll help us. She goes, well, uh, you know, you're probably not going to be together. Um, And I said, really? And so we went into that a little bit, which is kind of (laughs) weird. Then she went into a few other things that were very strange, but here's the weird thing. She said something to me that resonated, but I had no idea why it resonated. So while we're we're talking on the phone. She's paused as she's talking, and she gets real excited. Now, she says it's because she gets this information <laughs> from I don't uh, know where, right? Yes, so course. I'm like, oh, that's a nice act. But she, whatever. Who knows, right? So start speaking in tongues. she does. She gets this, and she starts, like, screaming on the phone, getting excited. And she goes, you – she goes, I swear on my life. I have the notes because I know you cocksuckers are going to fucking think I'm lying. <laughs> I have the notes. I believe you, I have bro. i so aggressive. She <laughs> says, Sal. She goes, you're Oprah. This is on the. I'm like, what? She's like, you're just, you're, you're gonna be just like Oprah. I'm like, what do you mean? You know, and it was resonating when she was saying this. She's like, you're gonna be talking to people. This is what you're gonna do. You're gonna influence people. This and that and the other. And I, she literally called you Oprah. Swear on my life. Wow. And it was very weird.
3: But I had no, I had no knowledge. You tell you were in black. just, just, yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: I'm like, well, I want to be. all that charisma coming through the phone, man. I barely said any words. How weird is that? And I have the notes and I saved them because I thought it was so strange. And now we have now. Uh, of course, here's the thing about these these type of things. If they could be interpreted. Justin and I, uh, uh,
3: Doctor Oz. I'm, I'm Doctor Phil.
2: Doctor Phil. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh,
3: hey. yeah. Phil. Yeah. Doctor Oz and Doctor Phil. So <laughs> you
2: know, <laughs> you know, you, take know, it. you know what's thing. So here's the thing about this A kind fake of stuff. doctor. <laughs> Let's say she said I was. Oprah, I'm going to be like Oprah, and then I end up, you know, liking poetry and you know wanting to help charities. And I'm like, oh my god, that's what she meant. So my point is. Sometimes people will say these things, and if you if they feel right to you, you can almost justify or connect them to whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it could be a lot of things that I could do. That would be like, oh yeah, it's I'm like, like horoscopes,
1: Oprah. dude. Yeah. It's like the way you read them. Like everyone's horoscopes. Like although mine is accurate, <laughs> <laughs> always. Yeah. No, not
2: my
3: horoscope. I, is that they my, get all their powers. But my profile. Can we, can the, we please
1: revisit Justice Theory? The stars? I really, the, I really like the Google. Like that, she actually might have some Google skills. Too. I feel like it.
3: I mean, I feel like you have some Google powers you're not using. You know? What do you mean? I mean, like you can summon like information things really quickly. I mean, I you should use search. that. Yeah, you should use that as a predictive. I do every day. Yeah. Anyway. I'm telling you.
2: <laughs> have you guys so you guys have neither one of you have ever been to a, a psychic? No.
1: No. No, no. Nothing. No. But I know people that have, and everybody that has have all told me crazy stories. I know. Even I've my never,
3: sister-in-law, who's like the actually, most skeptical, right, has said I've
1: that. actually never had somebody, I will say, I've never had somebody who's gone and seen one and been like, oh, that's a bunch of bullshit. Well, of Almost course everybody's not. They're like, embarrassed. Right, wait, no I, one's going to tell you they wasted $100. You know what I mean? Well, no. I would think that I've, I've probably had somebody who actually went with that intention of, let's go try this out, and been skeptic- skeptical about it, you know? But- Here's why I'm skeptical. I'm Uh, trying to think of somebody who's... uh,
2: Here's why I'm skeptical because, first of all, we've never seen a news headline that said, psychic wins the lottery. Never. Every time I've met a psychic, they're always like, what's your name? Tell me about yourself. (sighs) Like, why? Why? You know and maybe it's not maybe it doesn't work that way right maybe you can't summon it that way right right but i do feel like the way the the way by now like they you have should software,
3: be software though you know what i mean like that's that's the direction my mind goes these days just because like now if it's accurate it's like you could get so much information from Facebook alone on somebody to kind of piece it all together and like see who they're interacting with. And like, you could do that like fairly quickly. Well,
1: If I don't know how, I don't know if there's, I'm sure there's a difference between all of them, right? Like a fortune teller versus a medium. Like a, I think a medium believes that they are communicating to the other side. They're communicating to another dimension uh, and whether it be your future self or a relative to you or what like that, like that's their, their way now, of Now is not
2: isn't is it, is it, cause I know you guys are all, you know, team Jesus and stuff. Isn't that supposed this, to be bad? Aren't this, you supposed to not yeah, talk yeah, to people you're, like that? You're using the devil's powers. Well,
1: I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be ideal. It'd be being tempted, be going somewhere like that where you could be tempted. So
2: you want to go to a fortune teller, but you massive pussies will not do a Ouija board with me. That's different. The, you know. Why is that different? It's just different. like... (laughs) (laughs) Listen listen to you guys fumble. It doesn't work. You
3: know, like, I've been in reviews.
1: It's because of the scary movies when we were kids, bro. I'll buy it. I'll do it. What movie was that with a Ouija board? Don't bring that
3: kind of energy in here. Yeah, What energy? What's wrong with you? What energy? Bring your crystals. You believe in energy?
1: huh
2: it's a fucking energy. game you buy. it's. I think Hasbro makes it.
1: Why are you stuck on it, dude? You guys are scared about Hasbro. Hasbro, the Bro. same people that be giving kids gummy bears or fucking yeah. are giving Ouija boards out? <laughs> I think it, Hasbro doesn't <laughs> sell gummy bears. Yeah, they do? No, no Hasbro's a toy company. Yeah. Hasbro does gummy bears, too. Oh, you're that's thinking Haribo. Oh, Haribo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's
2: very very close. There's that Just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's Haribo. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's very electronical. Hasbro, yeah. that sounds like a...
2: That sounds like a, a dude that lists weights from the past. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> you're such a Hasbro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck you guys. No, dude. Uh. No, but I want to bring a Ouija board because I want to. I think it would no, be a bro, great. You can, not lie. here. All right, hold on Why, a second. Dude. Not here. Hold, no. on second. No. hold on a second. No, hold on a second. You're if, sorcery. There's one group of people that have never led us wrong. Okay, hmm. so. I'd like to ask the audience if you think we should use a Ouija, <laughs> no. Ouija board and film it. No way, dude. Just DM Adam yeah. so he knows you're yeah, serious about this. Yeah. I'll bring my <laughs> holy water. You're about water. to get 1,000 DMs.
1: You know what <laughs> I mean? You know yeah. what? By the way, I, I, I made the mistake, I think, on the one of the last podcasts of telling people that I answer all my DMs, and then I got I got fucked for that one for you sure. Got a whole bunch <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah,
2: yeah. Why'd you lie? Yeah, you never answered DMs. Well, no, no, why now, you lie? Now I
1: have a hard time, so... If, uh, if I said that, you just and then now you reached out to me, you and a bunch of other people, so it's been taking me a while to get all the way There's through. a little
2: bit of a buzz going on right now. I feel like there's a lot more activity. It seems like Around it. the show, yeah. It seems like it. There's yeah. been, I mean, there's we went to. We just went to LA and went crazy, and now yeah. we're about to go to Tampa, which, by the way, can we just tell the audience how fucked up our travel's going to uh, be? It's uh, all over the place. We're going to leave at like 9.45 p.m. Yeah, from San Francisco. And a- arrive there
3: at 6 a.m.? Yes. And then hop on another plane. From Miami to Tampa.
2: This is a this is not uh, this is a terrible idea.
3: It's, it's gonna be but whatever. Challenging. But
2: we podcast hard. Yeah, it's the thing. You know, here's the deal. Like we podcast harder than your podcast. For you, for yeah. the fans. <laughs> yeah, we could podcast harder than your podcast. That's the new, yeah. the new tagline. How hard is your podcast? You know what I mean? I podcast like that. Yeah. I like that. Speaking of hard, uh you know, Chaga might be a libido uh booster. Where did you hear that? Well, no, I've been taking the 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 four sigmatic chaga consistently mm-hmm. and Been getting uh, them
3: chaga boners and
2: yeah <laughs> i'm i don't know you know i don't know if that's something that it does I, you know here's the thing about the the, the, the four sigmatic supplements there's a lot of supplements that i've, I've tried all of <coughs> okay by the way very few will you notice actual effects from the four sigmatic ones i do when i take them i can tell something's happening now i do cycle them because i do believe that your body does develop a tolerance to anything that has an effect on you, like anything you take, that you feel, you know, theoretically, your body will try to adapt to it by reducing the effect. So I I cycle. So I was doing the lion's mane, right? That's what I was doing a lot of, which was is just a great nootropic. I combine lion's mane, caffeine, and if I really want to go crazy, throw some ketones and some CBD in there, and then I'm brilliant. Uh, or just Lion's being by itself. <laughs> so that's the formula. That's the selling point right there. Uh, so that's what I was doing for a little while. Now I'm on to chaga, and I love the immediate relaxing effects of chaga. It's not sleepy, though. It's kind of like this calm feeling so I'm not so irritated at Adam all the time, so I have it, <laughs> and I feel... Uh, <laughs> oh, you smooth. gotta get me on that one. But now, um, I've been taking
1: chaga now consistently for...
2: I feel like I've been
3: pretty calm lately. Seven, yeah, you are. You, you
2: know you're,
1: what? You're, you're, no, you're, you're probably, a lot more I'm huggable, teasing you, bro. Right? Yeah. You're, like you're very... Uh, I'm teasing you. Yeah. we are haven't, we haven't, we haven't, we very had, chill. We actually haven't had a major you know disagreement remember we, we used to have them out on the show all the time yeah. who no we, we had a few episodes no, way back it. way yeah. back in the days yeah. no but way yes it was, yeah. like, it was like a handful yeah well most. yeah there's you're right okay there's yeah. probably yeah. about a handful. but
2: anyway chaga good stuff for boners and you're right we yeah. you know but we did there was a couple episodes where we were a little bit back and forth yeah you and I. Yeah. And then yeah. the forum
1: got all uh, yeah everybody yeah. gets all yeah. <laughs> yeah. like really worried okay gang, gang wars right yeah. away <laughs> bloods and crips all sudden separate it's like whoa dude chill out uh, we should okay. do
2: that. We should come up with a topic that we actually really disagree on yeah. and then
3: debate it just, on the yeah. podcast.
1: Well, a lot of times too that there's choose. Like, when when I'm when, yeah. When, yeah.
2: But that's a stupid debate. <coughs> you know what I
3: mean? See, it's you. Maybe not to Adam. Well, I mean, you know I mean,
2: it's his expertise. I don't care. Oh, I, see. I wouldn't I see. Don't say don't I'm care. an expert at all. Well, I mean, compared t- to me, t- we go. Taylor, compared <laughs> to me, you're a genius with shoes. Taylor. I don't even know what I'm wearing right now. You know what, I mean? what are these, Converse? I think they're Converse. Uh, yeah, they Isn't
1: it funny how there are certain things, though, that people are really passionate about and then other people just don't give two shits about and there are certain things in your life that you're extremely passionate right. about others don't? I, th- I find that really fascinating how we're so unique and different like that. And well, yeah, like
2: it- I got excited about my old encyclopedia set that you guys made fun of. It looks so cool up there. Right. It looks great. (laughs) I was just, can I tell you something?
3: That's why people don't think I'm confrontational. Because I just, like, the topics that we're arguing, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting. <laughs>
1: you still waiting? Still, still waiting on
3: the one like, that I care about. I don't care about fitness. <laughs>
2: no, I care about fitness.
3: But we don't argue about that.
2: It's always yeah.
1: some other weird it's, thing.
2: Well, why don't you say something that you think is controversial, and then me and Adam I know it's try a problem. I don't. I don't know. think you have. To, you
1: don't have too many things that
2: you we know what it do? is. Debate. Yeah, I don't know. You know, what it is is that we're really convincing, and so Justin's just waiting to see who he sides with. Yeah,
3: I, I wait to form an opinion for the he most does. part. He yeah, does. After yeah.
2: we're done, he's always. like, I think it's pretty. And I'll take
3: sides. I'll take sides after the argument. It's pretty even split, I think. Uh, with, what, winning Justin over, uh, is, you, know, <laughs> you guys are always like working on this. Like, I, I've noticed it. I go in the line, like, no, he's gonna go in my line, dude. No. You guys are like betting back no, and I, forth on like what I'm gonna do. I like, start, you're trying to fucking manipulate I me. I
2: started that because I know how you are. <laughs> you always because you got in line with Adam. So I'm like, oh, you're just gonna follow Adam. And I knew I that, know, just but that's say so that, funny. It hits my psychology so
3: hard, dude. I'm just like, I don't want to fucking have preferential shit over here, over here. Like, so I'm fun. my own man. So it all
1: it all started Ugh. when you referred to Sal as the best closer. I knew it. That was yeah. it, I, it. I started three years well, ago. I'm
3: wondering what would happen when Sal happened.
1: pigeonholed you into answering yeah. that. And I thought you motherfucker. You know what would
3: happened Like if I would have gone the other direction, Sal, it, like he would have just been jabbing at me like no. like forever. It's you know. You know? Well, I, and I knew they, Adam could take it.
2: And you would have had to have you would yeah. have had to live with yourself for being dishonest. You're such yeah. an honest person. Yeah. Your integrity's
3: your integrity's top. I love high. how you spin
2: everything, dude. You're so
3: good at. It. You know, oh, the
2: guy can't lie.
3: That's right. I'm like uh, Adam will
2: never like live that day. Abraham Lincoln, because you know oh, I mean? no. like he hired you, right, Justin? So you were like his dude. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So like, he I came you, in
3: with Adam. So there's he already he, this like he heard you say team. that. he was like
2: yeah. his heart was like <sighs> he's like no, oh, no, not by Justin. Uh, can we
1: please release at least to our private forum the the. The forbidden episode of the the for, with all the guys, the sales oh, guys. Oh Yeah, I love how you put us on the spot. Yeah, I am trying to put yeah. you guys on the spot because I think the for, at least the formal really appreciate. I personally enjoyed it. I part thought it was. I thought it was a great conversation. It's just, it, this conversation right now is reminding me of that, and so I'm like, man, our forum that would, was
2: a it was yeah it was a
1: little crazier, but two yeah. old
2: friends <laughs> yeah, it crazier. was two old friends. So here I'll tell you I'll break it
1: down for everybody so
2: they know that way if, when you don't listen to it you'll be even more angry. <laughs> 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 two guys that used to so I I both of them worked for me, and then one of them worked with Adam, and then the other one became good friends with Adam. So me and Adam are really good friends with these two guys. They also happen to be two of the best absolute best salespeople and humans and humans, great people, but also great sales guys, super charismatic, but also off the wall. And when, when we all get together, none of we didn't
1: all four hang out together ever. Yeah. So Actually, like, that's the first time we were ever all together.
2: And, and if you guys like listening right now, you hear me and Adam go off sometimes and we don't want to shut up. Now throw two more versions of those people oh, yeah. in the room. And you have me, Adam, uh, Larry and Jason who are t- our good friends and it just went off, and then we started telling stories, and it got super inappropriate. That's where it started to get fun. Super inappropriate, uh, super terrible. Well, life. the one
1: I think why so we have a lot of four members that have listened to the old episodes where we, we used to tell a lot of gym stories. Mm-hmm. We haven't That's what t- we told. Yeah, a lot we of for shit. I mean, I want to I want to say the first hundred and something episodes. It seemed like we, every week we were doing gym stories where we shared old stories that people love. We haven't done something like that. Well, this episode was that episode was like that. It was just. You know, one all of our experiences working together and some shit that wow, I forgot some of the stuff, man. Larry, Larry and Jay both brought up some things that I had. Oh man, I had forgotten all about that. Oh boy, yep. it
2: got really crazy. But anyway, good friends of ours, excellent salespeople. Totally different, by the way. These two guys are totally different in their sales approach. Yeah, uh, but they're both very effective. So we had a little pissing contest between the four of us who's the best mm. you know communicator or whatever mm-hmm. it's pretty funny so but I, I did i did convince everybody to say jason so i think i won that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: just kidding bring on the bird or oh, we got thrive unboxing yeah we got a box here oh, oh right.
0: let's see what you got here so last week we had a keto box so that, this that box looks light doug yeah it's small <laughs> lighter than the other ones <laughs> this this is smaller one we just have three items only in it oh, oh okay. I see. And so i ordered off the keto menu at Thrive Market, mm-hmm. and I kind of went the dessert sweet angle. Oh here. shit! So oh, let, let's oh, open yeah. it. open up the box. Is it gonna melt? Will it melt? Uh, yeah, it could melt if you left it out in the car. Oh, Okay, Ooh, throw so, that over here, Doug. Yeah. So the first thing is the original fat fudge. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love this stuff! That's all oh, just awesome right there. There. It has yeah, grass fed butter to help you paint the toilets, buddy. Has coffee <laughs> in it. And you can either take it, you know, straight, I, I or you can put anyway. it in your coffee. If, uh, if, producing if just, that fat food. If Justin was a rapper, that would be his nickname. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fat food, Fat fudge in the house. <laughs> the next thing we have here is <laughs> off the hook. It's, oh, wow. His first
1: album, Painted Toilets.
0: Painted, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Painted Toilets. Soiled Dreams. <laughs> 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 Fat Fudge Coming in hot You know what was even funnier
2: You know what's even funnier What was the name of your band Your real
3: (laughs) Bloodshed Promise
2: (laughs) That was his actual
3: band Yeah 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 Which is kind of It is good But it's, no, late.
2: it's
4: anyway, late. sorry, Doug. Okay, the uh, promise there will be bloodshed. <laughs>
0: We're off the chain. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no worries. Uh, we've got mint cream coconut butter cups from Eating Evolved. Oh, God. my God. Uh, is there dairy You're in those, Doug? Me. I want to try them. Now let's see here. Let's see if I can get the ingredients here. Uh, there is no dairy. Oh, oh no. man. Yeah, it's all Sizzle coconut based. Sizzle snap. And then the final thing we have here. Is cocoa nut protein bars by EXO. So you know what that means? If they're from EXO. They're are they on it? No. No, that's the Hugs one else. and Kisses? No. They contain cricket.
4: Oh. oh these
0: are cricket bars. That's the
3: okay, that's what that means. You guys try that one, I'll take it. The word bug part. bars? I like I like cricket protein.
0: Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> you guys it are for all over week. the chips, man. Uh, you know yeah. what? You know what's mm-hmm. brilliant? You
3: know what's brilliant about the cricket
2: products? What? Like they'll never get a return because you find an insect in them you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah like that's, you find that it, is there's true. a cricket in yeah. my ch-. and they'll be like no, what, yeah. added protein that's what we it just, is we bumped it up yeah. for you well, that's if you, your,
1: like that's your third dad joke of the day when we were driving to lunch what did he say oh, oh no so, so the, rent a
3: car yeah yeah yeah
2: I said don't rent a car from there it's painful because boom you know if my kids would love that joke I'm sure they would yeah alright so now bring on the the bird please
0: First question is from Sydney Elise Double Zero. How do you know whether a full body versus body part split is right for you?
2: You have to try them out, obviously, to know. That's the, that's the answer. However, I would, I would if you are eighty five percent. If you're, if we're going to
0: lean on the
3: fact that uh, yeah, you, total body is probably going to do you better.
2: Yeah, I, I this is just a general estimation, and you know, it's funny. I read a few articles on this when I was first uh, putting out the Maps program because I wanted to see how many people have talked about comparing the two programs at least in modern uh coaches and i can't remember where the article was but i found an article and there were i think eight um strength and conditioning coaches very well-known ones and every single one of them agreed that the vast majority of people will build the most muscle strength and get the best performance out of a full body (laughs) routine in my estimation uh probably eight or nine out of every 10 people that i've ever trained do better on a full body uh, program and that's, and those are the people who are more, who are seriously interested in building muscle. If I include all my average clients, it's more like 95% Mm -hmm. where full body works best. So for most people, it's just more effective. And one of the main reasons why is that a body part split simply doesn't send a muscle building signal frequently enough to the, to the muscles So if I hit, you know, chest on one day and back on another day and shoulders on another day, it's going to take me seven days before I hit that same body part again. And resistance training is quite, there is a general effect, but there is obviously a very localized effect. In other words, if I just train my biceps, my biceps will grow and I won't get any growth in my calves. So you have to hit the body parts more frequently for most people then once uh, every seven well, days. Well, and I also
3: feel with split, it's it's way easier to over intensify your workout sessions to where it leads you, like, where you're just repairing damage, you know, the, the rest of the days in between. And uh, it goes back to that old way of thinking that, like, getting really super sore is a good thing, as opposed to then, you know, adapting versus, you know, repair, uh, you know, damage. So, you know, total body workouts, it just, it, it just, if you know that tomorrow I have to do another one, you, you know, you're 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 already have that reserve to, you know, overextend yourself, overexert yourself. So why does, that it,
1: why does it have to be like an either or though? You know, like Good I don't, point. I don't, I don't it feel, doesn't, yeah. I don't feel like it this needs to be an either or. I think that understanding the the benefits of the full body, the major benefits you're getting is what Sal's saying, is the frequency that you're gonna get. So But maybe you really like the body part split because it works with your schedule and you enjoy that and it's easier for you just to focus on a couple body parts at a time. I mean, you could do like a push-pull type of split where you're still going to hit every muscle group two to three times in a week and that could be extremely, someone could have a lot of success.
2: Because that's the real issue, right? It's not that it's full body. Right. Right. It's that you're hitting the muscles uh, more frequently than once a week, which body part splits are typically each body part once a week. So- could you do a split that takes advantage of more frequency? Absolutely. In fact, if we were to program a split, that's what it would do. We would make sure we took care of frequency because frequency is extremely important because we know that when you lift weights, yeah. if I hit my chest, we know that the muscle protein synthesis uh, rates goes up right afterwards and spikes at like 48 to 72 hours, but then it drops very quickly. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, if, if you know, if it's three days after I hit my chest, but I still have four days more until I hit my chest, that muscle building signal now is dropping. And not only does it drop, it drops quickly. And then it goes down below baseline because your body is always adapting. It's either trying to... So muscles are building or, or they're shrinking. Mm-hmm. They don't really maintain, if you will. And it happens on a microscopic level. So sometimes it grip builds, sometimes it shrinks. And so you end up staying around the same. But that's that's kind of how it works. So if you hit your body parts once a week... The odds are it's just not uh, it's just not frequent enough. Now, the, the big question is this because I guarantee there's people listening right now who are like, well, then why do bodybuilders work out like why Why is body part split the most common training system or or program then for bodybuilders? Like, what is it about uh, the split in bodybuilding then if it's not the best for building muscle? Well, the people that represent bodybuilding that we hear from are typically the better bodybuilders. So we don't hear from people who train like a bodybuilder but never step on stage and don't really look that good.
1: Right. I would venture to argue that most of those bodybuilders have pretty damn good genetics that they could almost do whatever they want and they're going to still build. I wouldn't mm. be surprised if their muscle
2: building s- signal s- spiked and stayed elevated for two or three times longer than the I, average I, person. I met a lot of pros. You know mm-hmm. I met
1: I met a lot of pros and got a chance to kind of see like how some of these guys train and stuff. And there, there's a lot of them that use mainly gear to change, you know, their size up or down. They would just add certain anabolics to get bigger. It wasn't done in their program. Their the routine program, doesn't even change. Their routine stays the same, like all the time. And it's crazy. It's just and it's all based off intensity. Maybe during prep time, they pick it up and they go harder or what with that, or just add sets or reps. But there's no real rhyme or reason. And their their bodies are. Their bodies aren't really changing much whatsoever. I think there's a lot of room for, for body part splits to evolve even in the the bodybuilding community. I think it's well it's, the old school even the more- ones that and the ones that don't that see great results really understand programming. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the bodybuilders that I met that were pros that you you would see that I could see their body change show after show because you could just tell that they have this. Pro. Then you had other guys. That kind of looked the same all the time. Yeah. Every show that their their physiques weren't progressing. Same sequence. And I knew they were taking more and more drugs. So technically, if they're taking more drugs and they're that and was they, the
3: one variable they changed, right? Just, they that just was, added more that drugs. That was it.
1: It was just yeah. a, it was that that or more intensity and more cardio. I mean, those were the variables that they manipulated. Nobody really dives into the programming. So I'm just and, and of course this is a total overgeneralization that Sal and I are both saying, but I would venture to say that a lot of those guys.
3: Um, would even benefit it from two yeah, then. just increasing well, the frequency. Both. And what what would you think about too? Uh, if you've always done split to change it up and just do you know a total body oh. focused or vice versa? Right. Yeah. No. If absolutely. you always did total body uh, workouts, you know, doing a split to kind of give you a different stimulus. It's as just well.
2: the, it's just a frequency thing because right. I I did experiment not too long ago with hitting a body part once a week, and sure enough, you just you know, I like the pump I got, like the volume.
1: Uh, but I, I did. That's you I know, didn't get good. You know, that's the big thing that everyone hangs on to. It's the pump. Yeah. That, right. Especially in the bodybuilding community, it's all about the pump. Like everybody is chasing the pump. Like you keep
3: focusing on that one yeah. body part that you could just. Yeah. I mean, he's the, no the doubt, the you get the out best out of, pumps right? on a splinter. Yeah.
1: That's what they. Yeah, that's what they talk about. But I mean, that's just that's just one one yeah. factor in building muscle. It's not right. the only factor. And yeah. and when you're so adapted to getting pumped all the time, it's the addiction. I, I would almost venture to, to say that, that the the, yeah. the benefits that you got from are a lot different than when you got the first pump mm-hmm. a year ago. You know, if-
2: And there's techniques you can use to get a better pump anyway. You don't have to do a shit ton of volume to you know, squeeze blood into a muscle and get a, get a better pump. I remember when I first switched over to, because I didn't go from a straight split to full body. I went from a typical bro split, one body part a day, to a split where I paired up certain body parts and hit each body part twice a week. Then from there, I went to full body. And each time I did that, because I remember when I first switched over, it was like, let's see, it was, uh, it was years ago, um, I was getting ready to go to Italy to visit family, and I wanted to get really fit, because my whole family there knows I'm in fitness, so I wanted to look really lean, so I started watching my nutrition, and I, and I wanted to experiment with training more frequently. By the way, old-time bodybuilders always train more frequently, even as late as the 70s you know, and 80s, Arnold Schwarzenegger hit a split, but he hit his body parts three times a week, so if you look at his old routines, it was three times a week. Mm-hmm. It was a double split routine is what he did where he had two body parts in the morning and two at night or something like that or one at night. And he still did a lot of frequency. So uh, it's it's relatively recent where we did this whole one body part a, th- a day type of thing. But I uh, I switched over to this and I'll never forget, I got more muscular and leaner than I'd ever gotten before. Now, one thing that I recognized when I switched was I that's when I learned about going to failure. That's when I learned that I needed to Maybe not go to failure as often because i couldn 't because I was hitting it so frequently, and that 's eventually later on what led me to understanding that not going to fa- failure m- more often than not would benefit me but i and then I remember switching to the full body and man, when I switched to full body routine, it was that week I got stronger, like mm-hmm. that week I literally went two three workouts i 'm lifting and boom all of a all of a sudden stronger all of a sudden feeling better. And if you've been working out and lifting weights for a long time and you feel some, you know, yeah, it's a big deal. I know, I know within, I could do a workout and I'll know, Oh wow, that's there. There's something to that right right away. And that's how it was for, for full body for me. And I never looked back since and everybody I've ever recommend do this, uh, that I know personally, like my cousin Gabriel, my cousin Alex, I've had my cousin Giuseppe do it, my brother. Um, you know, my cousin Gabriel is a good example, good genetics,
1: Builds decent amount of muscle. And the reality is, is people just aren't doing enough frequency. If they were, if they were, you were. He gained
2: six pounds in like four weeks. If you
1: were running a split where you're hitting every muscle three times a week, then you're. But I, in my experience, most people that set themselves, they set a plan out to do that, but then they end up having a day off or something happens to where they can't hit every single week like that, and the volume drops down. So once that, if you could just get the frequency up, I think that running a split could be just as beneficial too. So I don't think it's either or.
0: Next question is from Tristan A. Branch. Do you guys have any advice for someone who wants to start their career as a trainer with the ultimate goal of opening a gym? There's only one
2: business that has a fail rate that's worse than opening a restaurant, and that's opening a gym. Is that true? Um I don't know. I feel, <laughs> I feel uh, like it is. Uh, Boy, I'll tell you what.
3: I'll tell you what. Sal feels like it is. I feel Therefore,
2: like it, it is. is. Yeah. Uh, like, That's a new When I have a feeling, me. I yeah. go with it. Yeah. It's the new spiritual side of me. <laughs> I, uh, That's tell what you, the uh, fortune teller told you. Yeah, huh? I know. Yeah. yeah. My my experience with this is uh, for, I've owned a gym. I've ran gyms. I know what the numbers look like. I know the business pretty well. I would consider myself a veteran of the gym business. And let me tell you, when a large company, first of all, like 24 Hour Fitness, 24 Hour Fitness, with all of their money and marketing and resources- 25 million a year. Would give themselves two years before a gym would start to break even, okay? That's a club with fucking marketing power and brand name behind it. In fact, 24 Hour Fitness was not fond of doing a a, a ground-up, gym they didn't like doing building gyms from scratch they what their strategy was which was an effective one was to take over a gym mm-hmm. that already had a base because it's so hard to, to make drum up all that business it's hard both ways yeah. but it's extremely hard when you start from scratch right you know what i mean to open yeah. a gym uh, profitability wise like do the math like you open up a twenty-five thousand square foot facility you're gonna pay i don't know what part of the country you'll be in
1: but anywhere between how many trainers do you guys know personally I mean, I I can probably count close. To, I want to say close to like ten, maybe. Oh shit, I'm way like fifty. Oh yeah, the, at least. That so went right, to personally own, their known. own gym. Yeah, that went to go do their own gym and. Uh, it's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you I would know, say over ten. I don't.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm probably around ten, but you know more because you yeah. you manage training yeah, for so exactly. long. Yeah, exactly. man.
1: There's there's a there's a lot and how I. And how many I can, of
2: them have been really and I can successful?
1: I can count on one hand. Uh, the ones that are successful. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you say successful, do you mean doors still open or no. profitable, or just
3: making it what I, happen?
1: Yes, I and I don't know any that are making it really happen. I mean, the ones that I know that are successful, they're doing what they love, they pay their bills, and they they but they're have by no means like yeah, they're not balling out of control. Right, right, you know, right, none right. of them are living in you know multi million dollar house. No one's killing it, right? That's right. you don't. I don't see. I don't know anybody personally,
3: and they're always there, right? Always there.
1: Yeah, so like I think... You can't go anywhere. I know now, a lot now, that have failed. But here's what I... But the ones that do... Now that we
3: crush this person's dream.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. I, no, I think we just... It's more about being more honest with yourself. And Because yeah. some people... If you are this person, I'm not this person. I'm not that... Like, I, I have uh, bigger ambitions for myself, right? But some people... Would rather be like that way. Have your own gym, only really responsible for yourself for a couple trainers. Be in the gym
2: all day. Yeah, be in the gym all day. It's like the old bar owner.
1: Exactly, it's like that. Like if and if it's you're not driven by money very much, or you don't have certain financial goals where you want to be, and it's and you're realistic with that. I think it's a fucking awesome thing to potentially have and do. Mm -hmm. But I know I made a promise to myself that we would never open up, or I would never open up a gym like the one we have here until I had built a business that doesn't need to survive off of those doors being open right so we don't even use this facility for any sort of revenue we don't make any revenue off of it whatsoever and that's how i wanted it when i think all of you are the
3: same way too it would cost us more money to even try do you think maybe even like going the franchise route would be a better strategy if you were to accumulate you know enough capital yourself and then invest in something you thought was going to take off versus starting your own from scratch
2: i looked into it and the success rate with franchises is always higher it mm-hmm. just is because right. it's a I, and lot. I know
1: and I know more guys that have been successful doing the That's small what I'm like to uh, bring I up. know some guys that did the um, what was the automated gyms I almost Snap. did that, uh, like that but it's not that okay. one mm-hmm. yeah so one of the uh, you know did a couple of those uh, Any what anytime fitness yeah, Anytime. a lot yeah, of those are popping yeah, up yeah anytime fitness. Um, orange theories of course orange
2: theories, yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying. 15 of those fuckers man that's, that's what i'm saying like yeah. you if you you know with the franchise they give you a plan they have it's all systems are set up mm-hmm. it's organized and then you have the brand you know name kind of pushing people in but then you're stuck with you don't you don't have the flexibility as like you want you can't pay you know you have to pay a
3: fee every well if you month. think about it, it's the same you know, like owning your own business and starting from scratch, you have even less like, and then, flexibility. And
1: then, and the reality is, like if you you have to get to gym two, three, and four before you start gym because each one a small box gym is is not going to make you more than about seventy grand to one hundred and fifty grand a year tops, right? So, and if you have more, then, that's so, if you're good, right? That's if you're really good. That's you're very successful if you're hitting those numbers, right? Then so it's going to take gyms two and three before you start getting into the quarter to a half a million dollars, and the success rate from somebody taking one to two is well. Here's the way I look at fucking it. A, a motherfucker. Here's the yeah. way I look yeah. at
2: it. It, it: the the cost that you the money you have to invest to get one open is substantial. That's number one. Now I know CrossFit's back in the day you could open one up for like twenty grand in a warehouse, but those days are over. It's a lot more difficult nowadays. So even if you open a box like a CrossFit box, you're probably going to spend close to six figures just getting it open or more, right? A hundred or more thousand dollars just to get the doors open. Now you want to try a big box gym? You want to try and do a 20,000 square foot or 25,000 square foot gym on your own? You're going to spend a million dollars getting it open, getting equipment, uh, running it. You're going to need money to pay yourself and your staff while you're running it. And then the cost, the way the gym industry works, it's such a low cost, high volume business where you've got 35,000 square foot facilities that are equipped right. to the gills, yeah. swimming shower, pool, jacuzzi, bathroom. shower, steam room, basketball court that are charging 20 bucks a month.
3: Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Some cheaper.
2: And you got to compete with that. And, and that means you got to get thousands and thousands mm. and thousands of members to pay you 20 bucks a month so that you can meet your $50,000 Now,
1: $50, now here's where month. I see it smart. Like, okay, so or, like, we just went down and we just visited with uh, um, Bradley Martin. Like this guy has got a, you know, 2 million following on on Instagram. I'm sure at least a few hundred thousand of those are from LA. So this guy opens a gym in LA and it's a badass gym and he probably spends a, probably a mil, probably plus just building it all out. Yeah. And you know, he's going to have enough traffic from his Instagram to at least pay the bills. But I guarantee you, we went down there and I saw the traffic in there, he's not even murdering out of there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's I know what a full gym looks like, and I can tell if it's how much it's cranking out just by the traffic at prime time hours. It's a tough situation. We were there during prime hours, you would be able to tell. It's
2: a tough situation because, on the one hand, like if you're really if you're first of all, if you're a trainer and you want to open a gym, you're probably really serious about working out, right? So, you want to have a gym. That really is, caters like fitness people. But here's the problem with fitness people. They're the worst customers because <laughs> fitness people really don't care about much, but whether or not you have equipment and they're going to use the hell out of your gym. The three C's. And the, and the gym industry already identified this. They know this. They, they, it's cost
1: convenience and cleanliness. Yeah,
2: And they've seen this. They've seen that fitness people aren't moneymakers. So fuck them. What we want is the people who are going to pay us and not show up type of deal. It's a tough it's a tough yeah. business. Yeah. My advice to you is if you're in if you're being a, becoming a trainer and you want to stay in the fitness industry, either become start
3: evolving to the virtual world,
2: virtual or become a good private trainer, which is a little which is easier than opening a gym and being successful but not easy, still hard, or Go work for a large fitness corporate organization and move your way up the ladder there and you can do pretty well.
3: Oh, I think that's the the, the most sound uh, advice is to really go through the process. If you have never done it before and like you do want to own a gym or like that's like you have to start from from somebody that's a well-oiled machine that can actually model like the systems for you. Otherwise, you have no idea what the timing is, what the how to deal with volume that comes in all of a sudden and staffing. Imagine
2: someone over... Opening a gym who'd never managed a successful gym for at least a few years. Well, that's a nightmare.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's a monster. Who was it? Oh, it was Kalipa we We're talking. About. He has like thirty something, right? Thirty something gyms. He has a that's ton of, uh, of CrossFit yeah. boxes. Right to make a couple mil. It's like yeah. I mean, I think he had thirty five or something like that. That's a lot of management. Yeah, and yeah. some overseas. I yeah. mean, that, that that's so much work. <laughs> It is. To, to make that. there's You can make that a, a lot of different ways in the fitness industry. Well, I mean- A that, lot easier than that.
3: We're podcasting now. You know, there's new forms. There's new mediums out there that you could actually explore and actually reach, you know, more people, more volume of people, get your message out and uh, capture that and monetize it. So- I think there's just a lot more opportunities we didn't have before going through that process. Where you know the ultimate goal was the gym. I always forever. I always try and ask myself, you know, ten years from now, do
1: I believe too? A lot of people will they still be working out in gyms, or will it be cool to go outside more, or will we have some cool virtual reality inside your house that's so badass? Like
3: you know, home gyms I feel are going to get even more elaborate, right? Especially
2: when I'll tell you when you want to know when that'll explode when uh, self driving cars become a big thing. Because right. everybody has a garage, and right. you don't need to park your car in a garage. What are you going to do with it? Convert that, it to a gym. That's a gym, man. Right? Really, that's, yeah, that's a perfect place to put.
1: Yeah, I so saw. I don't know. So that's. I just if I'm a trainer coming up in the business right now, I'm I'm thinking a lot of things mm-hmm. like that. Besides just,
2: there is a side to me that's like. If I was, if I didn't have kids and it's I was the just owning a gym the bar, rat. it's the owning a bar thing. Yeah. That's
1: the
3: perfect analogy. I'd sleep in the gym right? I, I, totally. I, I, totally. If you I, want to just do it for that reason, go for
2: it.
1: Right, because you're hearing all of us talk all this shit right now. But then, don't be surprised if you see us in three to five years have a gym. Yeah. Right, and it's just, but it's all for fun. You know, yeah. it would not be. We would not go into it like to make money. To make money, it would be going into it because, no. like the bar, I want to see our friends and work out, and it'd be a cool place, all for mind pump people to come by. Like that's why we would right. do it.
0: Next question is from Michael Salzel. What is your opinion on getting girls as a motivation to work out and build a nice physique? Can extrinsic motivation be a good as good as intrinsic motivation? So,
2: you know, it's this it's a good question because I know a lot of guys girls for
3: the girls start
2: working out for this particular reason. Um, is it is it gonna motivate you motivate you to exercise? It will. Is that the right kind of motivation or long lasting motivation? No. I mean, what do you do once you get the girls then? You know, keep working out to keep them. Um, why are you so, why is this such a big deal to you? What do you feel, you know, maybe you don't feel good about yourself. Um, how about, you know, exercising, not worrying about getting girls, feeling the confidence you get from changing I think changing the getting your the girls is just
1: a byproduct. I think it, it always comes back down to, because I'm sure I, when, I was this, when I was 17, 19 years old, I probably thought that that was my motivation, but it was really more mm-hmm. about myself. It was really my own insecurity. Building your confidence. Yeah, because I, I mean, I remember being and a kid. And that's what girls were. that's what attracts the well, girls. Well, before that, I ever worked yeah, out, you know, I was only, it was sophomore, junior year. I dated very pretty girls in school. Like, mm-hmm. it was, I didn't have any, and I was not, a, I have crooked front teeth. Like, so I, earned, I learned early on that that wasn't like the answer. So I really think most of what drove me was just my own insecurities of feeling inadequate next to other men. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a skinny, I was a skinny boy in comparison. Now that was what I felt being a, you know, late teen, early twenties was looking at other men that were 18, 19, 20. And I just was very small. I was small, I was skinny, and I didn't feel. So I think, sure, we all, and the macho thing would be talking about getting girls. But I think in reality, I was probably really comparing myself to other men. And that's really what drove the insecurity to, to live.
2: Unless you're like, like really unhealthy. Um, there's more effective ways of attracting girls' attention, I think, than than working out, I, I, except for the fact that Dude, exercise- we just, it doesn't we, hurt. You got, Yeah, no, it doesn't well, hurt. Well, it doesn't hurt, and yeah. and working out does one thing, and this is the reason why I think sometimes you work know what's out funny, and, they though? Get, and they get girls is because it builds their confidence. I was just going to say that. Is, I was just really.
1: going to say that because you'd be surprised. Like, half of it is- is not just the physique. It's that when everyone the gets, confidence. yeah, when you get super yeah. ripped like that, you walk, you walk with your chest yeah, up, your exactly. head up, your posture like is you good. You can learn to do all your those
3: things. Eye level is good. Yeah. All that stuff. For, I mean, dude, they, the, they pick up on that.
1: The
2: guy at the bar who's super jacked with a tight t-shirt, but is kind of weird and not doesn't not charismatic, doesn't do very well with the girls. Just doesn't. In right. fact, I've heard girls make fun of that guy many, many, many times. So. It's the confidence that really does it, and working out will do that. It can do that, right? Mm-hmm. It can also do the opposite, though. Make you give you this big, inflated ego, make you act like an asshole or feel like an right. asshole. Yeah. But here's the thing: with when it comes to your motivation for working out, at the end of the day, if it's extrinsic, you're always going to be uh, you're always going to be focused on something outside outside of you. I think and at some point that can end.
1: I think you can be extrin- I think you can if you are looking at like um like a, like aesthetic right like looking at a fear physique like uh, and if you looked at it like a piece of like art like you're trying to build or sculpt something there is definitely a part of me that that felt this that i never felt it before until i competed which I, and I never had this. I never looked in the mirror and went, like, Oh, I'm not, my chest isn't there. It wasn't until, <laughs> Why well, you make that voice? Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I, I feel like that's what some boy yeah. would do if he's uh, like all sad about not having a chest, right? <laughs> so it would sound something like that. I'm a little fat like, down there. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Well, then again, maybe not, maybe uh, I've definitely went through my, my time of being insecure about my calves. I went through that for a, a while.
2: Didn't you say you were looking at the, the calf implants? Yeah, yeah. At some point? Yeah, wow. yeah. So Did I, you actually I, talk to somebody about that?
1: Yeah, I did. I Wow. Uh, yeah, $3,500. Per calf? No, total back then. Oh. Yeah, that was like total back then. But it was like really new then too, so I was a little
2: scared. Oh,
3: man. I was scared to- it's Good to, thing, yeah.
2: That I'm so glad you didn't do that, dude. Yeah. Right. I, I wouldn't be able to hang out with
3: you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'd probably be like shifted a little bit, you know? So well, I mean, again, how. that just shows you
1: how yeah. insecure I was about- sure, About, sure. you yeah. know, but I think like um when I competed, I'm 30 years old at this time, right, when I'm competing. So I have a total different outlook on my physique. And I think I had a very healthy relationship with it too. Like when I was building, I was not, I was, when I would look at my physique in the mirror, I would really be like, this is me applying all the science that I understand and know from all these years that I never have truly done to this level. And I could visually see it. This is fucking cool. And I got off on that. I thought that was, and and I had a very, um, very objective like way of looking at it where I, when I looked at my physique, it wasn't. Um, feeling inadequate or insecure, it was like, "Oh shit! Wow! When I actually increased my volume, did this, did that, I could actually see my shoulders now are, are popping out more, right?" So I think th- I don't think there's that's anything being a
2: student of it, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. So
1: I I think there I think that was healthy. I didn't I don't feel like that. I wasn't attached to that. I could let no, go. No, but of I that. mean,
2: just just the way that I don't know. Look, I don't know who this person is who's asking the question, but, but I'm just, just saying that that's an asked, example of where yeah. it could
1: be okay yeah. and healthy. I could see right. Yeah. So, Work. I tell you what, I mean, if you could be totally douchey about it.
2: First of all, working out, working <laughs> out, sure. working out is good for you. You move better, you're stronger, it helps boost your confidence. So do it because of those things. If it's about getting girls, work on your social skills. That will yeah. yield you way better results. Yeah. If go learn how to talk to girls, go mm-hmm. learn how to, you know, improve your charisma. Get, some charisma, get yeah. rid of your fear. You know, there's an art to it or whatever. You're it's all deprecating. Commu- yeah, it's uh, all that works well. <laughs> what? Oh, <yeah. laughs> my move i thought you said self-defecating no definitely not not that that doesn't work no <laughs> that's
0: your that, move. that one actually repels it's <laughs> a repellent next question is from ringo the flamingo <laughs> ringo. if you are hungry this a good that's name. a great name man if you are hungry and have no other options except processed crappy food What's better, not eating any food at all or eating processed crappy food? Not eating at all. Yeah, for easy. Yeah. 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 So easy. Yeah. You know what's funny? Throw is, that shit in the garbage. You
1: know why that's a good question, though? It is because, a good question because I would have asked that question five years ago. Exactly. Five years ago, exactly. I would have ate, and that what I fuck, man, so I totally understand, and it is a good question. I would be like, question. oh, I need
2: proteins. Uh, Snicker
1: bar has proteins. I, there would be a, there would be days <laughs> yeah. where I was on my you know air quote-unquote diet r- right now, and I'm driving home, and I'm under my protein intake for the day, and I'm like, I'm so tired, but I need to go home and just go to bed. I'm like, fuck, it's better I drive through McDonald's and get McDonald's than to not eat at all. Like I, My thought process was, I needed to make sure I hit my my macro targets every day, and that was more important than than this consuming this shitty food. that I don't even so I understand this question one hundred percent, and so yeah, no, you. I wish I understood it the way I understand it now. You would be way better off just not eating, and then that even goes for somebody who is trying to build muscle. Like, if you're trying to build muscle, it still doesn't matter. Like, still, you, it would be more beneficial for you to, to pass on that. But obviously, if you started to string lots of a bunch, of, of, days, bunch yeah. of days together. Well, they- that's
2: when calories really start to
1: count. Right. Like,
2: you know, like, oh, I haven't eaten in 10 days. But if we're should talking about a one-off. Crappy, yeah, should I eat this crappy processed food or not? It's like, okay, you're starving. You should eat it. But no, for the most part, avoid it. Um, this It's funny because we'll go on these long, these, uh, you know, four-day trips or three-day trips where we're podcasting. And we're doing a lot of traveling. I mean, when we were in L.A., Adam and I were doing two or three podcasts a day. But in between the podcasts, we were stuck in L.A. traffic for between one to two and a half hours. So it took us two and a half hours at one point to get from one podcast to another. And this entire time, we don't eat. Uh, because what are your options? Like, we're on the mm-hmm. road. We're about, you know, our options are terrible. Right. So unless we stop at a grocery store and really make an effort, but we didn't necessarily have the time to do that. We just and it's funny because we'll bring Taylor with us or Drew with us and they're always like, oh, man, so mad!
3: You guys never fucking eat,
2: man! I'm so, <laughs> so hungry!" <laughs> yeah. And it's you know it's because if unless we're going to eat something good, it's really not worth right. the the effort to get those kind of foods because then you're just going to feel terrible. It's not going to affect your body in a positive way. And we've talked about numerous times on this podcast the benefits of intermittent fasting, and so these are great opportunities to do that. And I, I wish I knew this. When I was training people years ago, because when I would have clients, one of the, one of the challenges clients would have would be, you know, hey, when I'm in meetings in day, yeah. all
3: day, what do I eat? Or what do I de- eat when I'm traveling? And then I would... You try to give them like a plan of like, uh, carry these in your purse or, you know, like, exactly. like some kind of like shitty snack that we're trying to substitute it with. I'd
2: be like, take beef jerky and yeah. nuts with you and then eat that. And they're like, well, I'm at a meeting. They have food. I'm going to eat beef jerky and nuts. Yeah. Now I tell them... doesn't make sense. Yeah. Now I tell them that's a great day to fast. Like if, if, right. if you're not going to be home till four do that day where you don't eat until four fast until then then eat something that's good for you and it's going to benefit you way more um and you know fasting adam talked about building muscle and fasting and i know people are like fasting is the opposite of what you should do to build muscle not necessarily um, I don't think you should fast regularly right. if you're trying to build muscle. And that's what
1: I meant by that, right? You, yeah. you, I, that's where I was saying, like, if you did this on a regular basis, obviously, it would not be it would not be a good idea if it's not pro-muscle by, you know, fasting every other day. That would not be a smart move. But intermittently, I 100% you're better off. No, I
2: way. think it makes you more, your body more sensitive to proteins and carbohydrates and right. fats. I think it primes your body for, you know, better health and, and faster results. It increases insulin sensitivity, which is also important for building muscle. Um, you know, if you have uh, you know poor response to insulin, you're not going to shuttle glycogen and amino acids into muscle like you normally would. So I even recommend to people trying to mass build or whatever that. you know, once a week or maybe even once every other week, they do a kind of a longer fast where their first meal is until 3 pm or 4 pm, or sometimes longer depending on on the individual. And so far, people have been trying it, and they've been coming back to me and being like, I'm building more lean body mass. I didn't get as fat doing it this way when I'm bulking. I feel better. I'm stronger and I have less gut issues, which, I mean, those are all pluses, you know, if you ask me. So check it out. If you go to the app store, you can get the Mind Pump app. The Mind Pump app lets you listen to our podcast and also has a search function. So you could look up uh, like a phrase or something and see all the episodes where we mentioned that particular topic. More to come as well in the app. It's currently free. We are the top
3: podcast in our app.
0: Just go download (laughs) the Mind Pump app. Number one. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB super bundle at mindpumpmedia.com.